Hi, friends. Ah, I'm so happy to be back with you today. I have been on a podcast hiatus, and we're back, obviously. Couple of things. I'm going to give you kind of like a short version of an update, a life update. I'm always really curious. Uh, some people might call it nosiness, but I'm just always really curious about people that I am connected with and that I learn from and that I'm friends with uh, about their life happenings, their the things they're going through, the shifts that they're making, the pauses that they're taking. And so for those of you who are like me, this the next couple of minutes will be for you. And then we'll dive in to a great topic of conversation today, how to get going again. We'll talk about lost momentum and how to how to get moving again on something or how to start. It also could totally be applied to when you want to start something new. So little life update. I First things first, this podcast, the name of this podcast will be changing. And I was going to wait until we did the whole like, using air quotes, rebrand for this episode to come out. And then I thought, why are you waiting? Some things are like happening with like photographer and, you know, I want some like fresh pictures and all the things, which is totally fine. Totally perfect. And also I don't need to wait any longer. This platform, this, uh, community here, this space is hands down by far my favorite space that I've spent the last four plus five, almost five years building. And I really, really missed it. It has been really, really, it has been something I think about so often and all while respecting my need for a break here and need for a pause, knowing it was always going to be a break. It was never going to be that it was stopping. And it started out as an unintentional break and then it moved into a very intentional break. And as I was thinking like, okay, well, I'm going to do this, 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 and then we'll do this then. I was like, no, I just need to start talking again because this is, again, my favorite thing to do is to talk to you and to just share things and to share the realness and the behind the scenes stuff too. So look for, as you're diving back into these episodes, look for the new name same stuff. I'm not starting a new podcast. I thought about that too. Um, Same energy and also there'll be some new energy fused in with the things that we talk about here and um, it's, it's just more of me plus other people too. So that's happening and a little life update. We are back in North County, San Diego and we got back here August of 2021 after almost a full year on the road. Um, part of that was RV life. Part of that was um, Airbnb life. Or text. We stopped in Texas. We stayed in Texas for about five months, not in the RV. So our, it went RV, Texas, and then um, an Airbnb adventure through many, many states all the way back down into California where we planned on being for like six weeks to eight weeks or, you know, we were like two months ish. And very soon after we got back, we decided we were home. Obviously we love it here. We always come back. We've left twice now and it just felt so right to be back. And, um, I was so grateful that we made that decision and my nervous system was so grateful. There'll be a lot of conversations around, um, what happened to my nervous system over the past year, um, and over our year of travels and all the things. But 
uh, we decided we were going to move back. We were able to find a place really easily to rent. Um, it was just this alignment thing that was so perfect. And then fast forward to December, right before the holidays, we, the property that we were living at sold and we got noticed we had to move again. So we did the moving thing. We had stuff in like a pod and we did a move, the moving thing again. And then we had to find another place to live, ended up finding a great place. We're so happy. And we had to move again, obviously. So that was a lot and just really helped me though. Like the thing that uh, the best part about all of that, and I find the best part about moving in general too, is like you get to get rid of a lot of things that don't serve you. And I also found that happening with some ideas that I had, some things that I've been holding on to just energetically in life, business, relationships, motherhood, all of it, my, my, my marriage, all the things. And I just found it so healing and also very draining to move again. <laughs> um, but I could not be happier to be where we're at right now and to have the support system and the friends that we have here and to feel fully settled. Like I thought, I thought in September we were, we were fully settled for a while and then it was like, just kidding, you have to resettle. And so now I know that we are settled in and it feels really good and it feels like there's space now for this and other things that I want to do that I've been wanting to do that have been on my heart for a while now. So that's the life update. And as I am diving back into the podcast, I thought the most appropriate topic of conversation that I could bring you today is one that involves some real raw stuff around how to get going again. And I mentioned before, like the, this podcast has been on my heart daily for a long time since I stopped recording episodes, since I paused recording episodes and it grew to torture me a little bit. And like I said, it was like I was waiting and waiting, waiting, and then I just kept waiting. And then I was like, you need to stop waiting. And I can't even tell you how good I feel that I am now in movement and momentum. And all the pieces of the puzzle are not together. Like this will, this podcast, as it always has been, will be a huge, huge, huge focus of mine and in my business moving forward. But also in my like relationships, like I want to have conversations here with people that I love that I've been connected to for a long time and, and bring you that too. And so it's not just about business for me here. It's, it's, it's absolutely about the whole human that I am and, and motherhood and talking about all of these things, all these components of ultimately what it is like to not just build the business that you want to build, but to build a life that you want to build, but that also supports you as you build it and as you live it, right? Like not just build, you can't just build your life. You have to live in your life. So I can't even tell you how energized I feel just speaking right now. So, and I know this is like, this is not the last time that I will feel this way. I know I've been doing this long enough and I've been having these conversations and doing this work for a long enough period of time to know that this will not be the last time that I reignite something or find momentum or jump into something or start something or, you know, create and, and take the action, the first step or the next step toward the thing that I want, whether it be something that I've wanted for a long time or something new that I want, right? 
And so before I give you some tips and some things that I want to share with you around how to get going again, when you're, there's something you know you want to do and you haven't done it yet and you've been thinking about it and maybe you haven't been torturing yourself as long as I have like with this podcast, but maybe you've been thinking about it for just too damn long and you're like, let's go. Before I do that, I want to talk about lost momentum because oftentimes lost momentum is also a topic of conversation when we're thinking about especially reigniting something, but also doing something like you're like, oh, I did something. I, did, I moved from point A to point B and I want to go to point C, but I've lost momentum. So I feel like I have to go all the way back to A. And sometimes that's true. And sometimes there are, there are pieces of that puzzle that need to go back to A. But I want to help us rethink momentum and this feeling of like, oh, I lost momentum because, and this is like, just truthfully, this is a feeling that I've had with the podcast, right? Like there's still downloads, but there's not as many downloads as there were because there's no new episodes. I mean, and obviously like I have a rational brain that can help support me and not being so judgmental about that. But there's this feeling of, wow, I was reaching this amount of people and now I'm not reaching that many people. And I want to reach more people and I'm not doing it. And there's this like, you know, this like push pull conversation that's happening. So I want to help support myself and you in rethinking momentum, the word momentum and what it means. And I want to, something that I've been telling myself lately and reminding myself of is that I don't necessarily always want momentum. Like momentum is a beautiful, perfect thing and you need it. There are times when it is so helpful, right? You don't always want momentum, though. You're not like, I don't want to necessarily go from point A to point B, like to, you know, and by from point A to point B, from like A is a certain result and B is like the next level of the result, right? Most of the time, the underlying need when you say that you need momentum or you're feeling like you want momentum or you're feeling judgmental or frustrated that you've lost momentum, you just crave movement. Like you just crave movement, like movement, like right now, like I, I knew that I, if I just started talking, I would feel so much better. And so another thing that I remind myself too of in, in this, this conversation around movement and momentum are that there must be ebbs and flows. Like we cannot be constantly moving. Right. And this is kind of like very simple, basic, like human 101 stuff, And also, I forget it all the time. So I'm sure there's at least one person out there who's like, oh, yes, thank you. I needed this reminder today, right? It's not like I'm telling you something revolutionary. This is like I just I'm reminding you of something that you already know, right? There are ebbs and flows. So and and taking this judgment off of I lost momentum. It's like this is an ebb. Like I'm in an ebb right now. And there's this fine line, though, of letting you letting yourself stay in the ebb and then letting yourself take the next step, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And, and, and I always like, you know, it's like, like life is an ebb and a flow, a series of events. Like you're not going to constantly be moving at a hundred miles per hour. Like it sounds super sexy and also like you'll die. Like maybe not literally, but like figuratively, like you, it will be painful. It's too much. It's too much. So just these really like gentle reminders of, okay, like this happened and I don't need to judge it. Or when you catch yourself judging it giving yourself that minute of like, okay, and I also know this, so what am I going to do next, right? And ultimately, too, when you're judging your lack of momentum or that you lost momentum or that something shifted and changed and now you don't have the result that you had before or you're still not at the result that you want, right, or that you've been wanting – 
you're just giving your power away. So I want to invite you, and I'm going to dive into this in a couple minutes too when I get more into like how to get back into something. Like you're just giving your power away. So tapping back into the habits and the people and the like the constriction, like like the consumption that you're doing, the comparing that you're doing, right? Those like lack of abundance places in your life. And, and those are also your energy leaks too, right? I talk about energy leaks all the time. Like just checking in, like where are you, if you're saying I want to do this and I'm not doing this and I'm frustrated and I'm not doing this and then you're looking at other people doing that, is that helping you? Like this is the conversation that I have with myself, right? And this is the conversation that I've, I coach people with too. Like when, I, when, when we're having this conversation, when I'm having this conversation with other people, I'm just asking them questions like that. Like how, how does that feel? <laughs> like what? And it's such a funny like, not great. Doesn't feel great. Like obviously. Right. So, and so moving into the conversation of, you know, how do we get it back? Like if you've lost momentum, how do you get it back? I think it's really important to recognize and to reframe that it wasn't ever really lost. It was simply energy was simply redirected. Like energy was redirected in a different zone, compartment, space, task, habit, relationship, intention, whatever you name it, that's where it went, right? Like it's it's redirected energy and it's also not necessarily always a bad thing. Like there are times where the momentum can be hurting you. It can be uh, confusing you. It can be feeding misalignment. Like you can, like you see people do this all the time. This is like just a very basic business example, but they pursue a zone or a niche or something, a business, and they get a lot of momentum. And then years down the road, their soul is screaming at them in the form of a health crisis or just, you know, a divorce or just like really gnarly emotional stuff. And they are finally then able to see and admit, not that they never had had those thoughts, you know, in the months or years prior that they were just experiencing success and it was like, go, 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 go. But it was actually, and it ends up actually hurting them, which is still all, it's it's all perfect. Like, it's not like that, that it was a bad thing. Like that's their path, right? Like trusting your path too. I think this is like a little side note conversation. You're having this experience and you've lost momentum or you just feel like you're not, you don't have the momentum you want. And I think it's so important to just trust that it's perfect and trust that it's your path and trust that it's supposed to teach you something. And it's all for something as long as you're asking yourself these questions like, what's the lesson and what am I learning and what do I want and what do I not want? And then also then the only way though to actually make it mean something though is to then take an action step that is a reflection of the realizations that you're having as you're asking yourself those questions. So so here's the, here's like the, the next phase of this, right? It doesn't... If we just get to choose differently from this point on, how I wanted to kind of add this into like, how do I know if I should get going again? Right? Like you've done something, you've taken some action, you've experienced some results, then you backed off a little bit, or then you pulled back a little bit. Like sometimes when you do that, it's actually self-sabotage. And a lot of the time it's both. Like it's that maybe something's not aligned or you just genuinely needed a break or your self-sabotage, or it's all of the above, right? And so here's the thing, the funny thing about when you're asking yourself this question, like, okay, well, I've taken this break, or I pulled back, or um, these things happened, like this series of events happened, and I lost momentum. 
how do I know if I should actually start moving again? Well, if you're thinking about moving again, you should probably start moving again. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to move in the exact same direction with the exact same methods and strategies. There's probably some changes that need to be made and made, made and tweaked. I almost said I try to say made and tweaked at the same time. Made or tweaked. But the reality of it is, is like you won't know like for sure, for sure, for sure. But chances are, if you're thinking about it, you should just follow the nudge of your soul and listen to your intuition and stop allowing yourself to be tortured in this space of in between because that's a very, once you recognize you're there, it's not that it's not good to be in the space of in between and to be like, okay, wait, pause. Let me think about this for a second and let me just like take a breath, right? But if you stay in that space of in between too long and then you're thinking about the next step and you're not taking it, that's when your soul gets really mad at you. So if you're there right now, it's just a choice that you have to make and it helps to support yourself first. So if the nudge is there, like I said, that's the green light. That's like when you should just try, like, let's not even like have it all perfectly mapped out. Like, let's just try and let's just think about what the next step is. So as you're thinking about what the next step is, I want you to make sure that you're supporting yourself in your humanness, in your your roles as a, a mom, a partner, a just a person in your community. And I want you to make sure that you're tapped into at least a couple habits and systems to support this part of you first, because if that foundation is shaky, you have, you're going to have so much more questioning. There's going to be so like, it's just going to feel less ground. You're going to feel less grounded in your decisions, in your, your mental clarity. Right. And I'm talking like really basic habits like nutrition, water, movement, sleep, sun. And then you can move into other things too, like making sure that like, you know, you have some routines to support you in those habits. Right. And as you're doing this, I think it's also really important to get honest about how and why you lost momentum in the first place without judgment, right? So it could be because you lost sight of habits and relationships and practices and rituals, right? It could be because you weren't aligned with the thing you were doing before. It could be because the the model of the thing you were doing before wasn't aligned. It could be because you didn't have any support. It's like making sure that you understand at least like a piece of this puzzle of like, wait, why? Why did I, why did I lose momentum? Like what happened in my life? Like maybe you moved, right? Maybe you, maybe you took a cross country RV trip with your family and it jacked up your nervous system like me, right? Because you were like whole, like you were not sleeping. You were not like getting a lot of basic needs met, right? Like that's just like a little sneak peek inside the conversation that I'll be sharing more of in depth around my experience. That was huge for me. So maybe yours wasn't a cross country road trip, RV trip. Uh, Maybe it was something something else. Like there are a hundred other things that you all are going through that we all are going through both collectively. And it's all like, we have to take the judgment of it. Like, why did I lose momentum? What happened? What, where were my choices at? Where, where were, you know, external forces acting on me and not like on me, like happening to you, but like how were external forces affecting me and how was I handling it? What were the choices that I was making? Like, what, what was that dance like? And In that space, you can point out a couple things that maybe need to shift for you, right? 
like for me, it was, it was, it was like habits. It was like really basic stuff, like getting enough water, getting enough sleep, which I did not get for a really long time. And that affected me greatly, like for the first time in motherhood, right? Like I've been a mom for seven years and it's taken seven years for my sleep to get so jacked up that I like, I was like at a loss, like I was like paralyzed. And so getting, having those really honest conversations with yourself, is just, it's going to, without even trying, you're going to get these like little voices in your head about like, oh, this, oh, this, oh, this. And like, pick a couple, like you don't have, you might get like 10 to 15, uh, suggestions from your soul of like things you could change and shift. You could try to do all of them, or you could just pick one or two and start there and build and build and build, build those habits. Right. So from there, from there, once you've like listened to the nudge of like, let's dive back into something, I'm going to get going again. I'm going to do this thing again. I'm going to, and the thing that you do might not, it might not be that you're doing it the same way. The thing that you want to do again might be the result, right? It might be like a certain amount of money that you want to make. It might be like a certain amount of, you know, weight that you want to lose. It might be a certain amount of podcast downloads that you want. It might be, it might be just to start your podcast again, like me. It might be uh, to get people into a community or a space that you've created or what it could be anything like the result could be the thing you want to get going again. I hope that makes sense. It's not necessarily just that like, I want to, I want to start trying for this result. Like you might, you might've had the result before and then you lost the result and now you want to get it again. So you might have to do it a different way. So from here, you really have to just make the decision. Like this is one of the key foundations, uh, when you want to manifest something, when you want to, and basically when you just want to do the things you want to do in your life, right? That's all it is. That's all manifestation is, is like allowing yourself to become a magnet and to attract the things that you want and to become a match for the things that you want in your life. Deciding like, I'm just, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. You might have to give yourself permission to do it differently, to do something differently, to try some new strategies, And sometimes you're committing to things that worked before too. Like it's not always that you're like, well, I lost momentum. So now I got to figure out an entirely new strategy. Sometimes it's the same stuff. It's the same simple things. Maybe there's a couple tweaks. Maybe not. Maybe it's just literally like step one, two, three, let's go, right? Deciding that you're ready for that. And you have to use discernment here. Like nobody else has the answers that you do for these next steps. Obviously having people to support you, having people to talk it out with, I can't even tell you how powerful it is to just get in Voxer with yourself or voice memo yourself. If you don't have a coach, if you don't have a community, if you don't have a mastermind, if you don't have something to plug into, like literally just talking it out or writing it out, just depending on how you process things can help you so much in just figuring out like, okay, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this, this, you know, step one, two, three. And then from there, we have to take them, take the movement. But before we take the movement, we have to detach a little bit from outcomes specifically. Um, Not to say you shouldn't have goals. You should totally have goals. And also it's so, so, so important to commit to the practices, like commit to the steps a little bit more strongly than you commit to the result which sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but I promise it works. It can help you detach and surrender, which is another key foundation when you want to manifest something, when you want to become uh, an attractor to things that you want in your life, people, experiences, things, places, money, all the things, relationships. It's really important to detach 
just a little bit. Like, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of detaching completely. Like, I always say, like, it's what I want or something better. Uh, it, I, I wasn't always there. I wasn't always, I didn't always believe that. It took me a few years, honestly, to really come to this place of, like, strong, strong, strong belief in that. But I can tell you it helps so, so, so much to just have, like, 3% detachment. When you're like, I got 100% of this goal and I'm like ready to go for these like next steps or this one next steps and I'm next step and I'm going to just detach a little bit and like it's like that moment and I always describe it as like that moment you throw your hands up in the air and you're like, F it. Like I'm just ready for it. Like let's just do it. It's a breath. It's a deep breath, right? So detaching from outcomes, if you don't have like clarity, like okay, so if you have clarity, if you know what you want to do and if you know how you want to do it, you know the things that worked before, you know the things that didn't work before, you're like, I'm going to do this, this, I'm going to tweak this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to tweak this last thing, and let's go, right? If you have the clarity, make a plan, follow your plan. Take step one, two, three, let's go. If you don't have clarity, but you're ready to move, I want you to ask yourself this question. This is one of my favorite questions. Peta Kelly, if you don't follow her on Instagram, she's amazing, and I just can't even tell you how powerful her words are and how not even motivational. It's just motivational is like not even enough to describe it. Go follow her. I think it's underscore uh, Peta Jean on Instagram. I'll put the link in the show notes um, to her Instagram because this is where I first heard this um, question. And so if you don't have clarity, but you're like, I'm tortured enough that I know I need to move. I'm just like, ah, okay. And you're not listening yet to that. There's always a first step that you know you could take and maybe you're just not listening to it or you're resisting it. The question is, if I didn't know how it should be done, how would I do it? So one of the biggest curses of podcasts, free things, the internet, anything you see online, that even the most amazing, incredible transformational stuff you see the biggest downfall of that stuff is that you got everybody telling you how to do something. And I'm going to say that for the most part, none of those people are wrong. Some of those people are assholes and they're just in it for the wrong reasons. And they don't, but a lot of the times they don't even know that they're like jerks and they're like giving horrible advice. And it's not even that they're giving horrible advice they're just giving it in a way that is just not healthy, right? A lot of people don't know that they're doing that. So it's like not even their fault necessarily. You have to use filters. It's your responsibility as a consumer of anything to use a filter. And sometimes that just comes with experience. Sometimes that just comes with not having a filter and making misaligned choices or listening to misaligned people, right? But everybody's giving you advice about everything and it becomes noisy and messy. And if we don't have those filters on, then you you get all caught up in all these shoulds and you get so overwhelmed by what so-and-so said, what so-and-so said, or one, two, three, four, five, like all the steps. And it can be really hard to ask yourself this question even. I find myself struggling with this question sometimes. I'm like, I can't erase what I've heard. Like, yeah, this question is great. If I didn't know how it should be done, how would I do it? And also I can't unhear all the things and all the advice and all the strategies and all the, and I can't untry all the things that I've tried that have worked that maybe won't work anymore that did work that like, it's so like, I even struggle with this sometimes too, right? And also if you give yourself a second to sit with this question, I guarantee you a tiny next step or a tiny next nudge will come into your space. Like you will hear it. 
it is up to you to take action on it. You are the only one that can take action on it, right? And if you hear it and resist it, that's on you. And maybe you're just not ready to take action, but I think you are. So if you didn't know how it should be done, how would you do it? Ask yourself that question and then go where you're being nudged. Why have you been resisting too? Like why? It's another, it's another question of like honesty. Like why have I been resisting this thing that is torturing me, right? So when you get to the heart of it, when you ask yourself these real questions and when you ask yourself and you give yourself like a minute of space, the next steps, like the first or next step will always appear. It will always naturally appear. So let it like decide that you want it to appear to like decide that you're ready to hear it. Decide that you're ready to stop resisting it. Right. And finally, unofficial step three is you got to show up for it. Like you have to then do the things. And I'll be honest, like I've had the next steps on my heart for a couple months now and I haven't done them. And it's okay. Like I genuinely don't judge myself, but I was at a coffee shop with my husband. We have a little like work. We have a date every Thursday night, um, afternoon, not night. Good Lord, not night. But afternoon, we go on a little date and usually there's some movement involved like working out or yoga. Um, the other night we were at a coffee shop and we decided to stay cause I was helping him with some stuff with his business, with some copywriting stuff. And I, before that though, I always hate working next to him because I just feel like I need my energy. Like I need my own space. Like I need to have like, and he's just like right there and, but it's fun. It's, we have a good time. And, but anyway, and I was just like, I just get these, I have these like anxious habits, right? Cause I'm like all in my head about stuff. And he's like, anything you want to talk about? And I'm like, not with you. And then I just look and I was like, I just need to like start my podcast again. Like I just need to stop waiting. and I need to start my podcast again. I've been resisting it too long and it's hurting me. And he doesn't even say anything. He just looks at me and he like smiles. Right. And so there's just this like, but that wasn't the first time I had that conversation with myself. That wasn't the first time that I had that conversation in my head. And there was just, but there was something about that time that just landed hard enough for me to say, fine, I'm just going to put the podcast out and then change the name, right? It's not that big of a deal. To some people it would be, but to me it's not. So why am I waiting, right? So you got to show up for it. You have to get into movement. And here I am less than a week later. That was last Thursday. This is it. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. So the next opportunity I had for space to record this, I did it. And I feel so good. I'm so proud of myself. I'm happy. And I want that for you too. Movement creates momentum, you guys. Like movement, when we all know this, like you move, you create momentum, right? And this also, that's like the triple M. Movement creates momentum, which then creates motivation. And I'll be honest with you, like I have, you know, this pause gave me enough space that I didn't have a lot of motivation to get back into the podcast. Um which is weird for me because that that's not something that normally happens for me. But if you're feeling in this space of like, oh, what do I do? How do I do it? Like you just have to move. And this applies to anything you do in your life. Uh, I always give the workout analogies, right? Like you just go to the class or you go outside for the run or the walk. Even I used to walk before I would work out at home. I worked out at home all with my, um, after I had my first baby it was all I had available. I wasn't going to take him to like a daycare or like anything like that. And so like, I, I knew that like, if I just went outside and walked like basically around the block with him in the stroller, I would come back and I would do at least a 15 minute workout. Like it just, and like I moved, which got me into momentum. And then I came back motivated to hit play on a workout. 
or to do the things that I had planned for myself to do, right? So that's the thing about motivation. Like everybody asks about motivation and how to do it. Like you don't, you don't create motivation. You create the things, the foundations that motivation is built on. And then you're motivated and then you go, right? And then obvious things like creating accountability for yourself, um, Simple things like putting it on a calendar. I'm going to do this this day, right? Committing your time to things. Creating um, accountability in the form of, you know, a buddy or like a mastermind or coaching, wherever it is that you can find it. Truth, like, honestly, like the best form of accountability is whatever is most doable for you. Like we are all, we are all in different seasons. We are all with different weeks and we're all in different spaces in our cycle even. And we're all like, there's all these things, there's all these, there's all these factors. And so it's like the best form of accountability for you to just do the damn thing is to pick the path of least resistance for you. Like what, what's going to make me just show up for this? And then it's all on you. You have to do the things you have to do the things. And a little quick tip as I just finished this out. Starting with your habits. This is why earlier on in this episode, I mentioned your habits. If you start with your habits and if you prove to yourself and if you promise yourself and if you keep promises to yourself that you'll do things, whether it be drink a full glass of water before you um, have anything else in the morning, whether it be um, that you just go to that workout or whether it be that you like brush your teeth first thing in the morning, like that is like something that I've been doing for years and it just keeps me feeling like I am strong in myself, right? Like these little tiny habits that make such a big difference in our lives. If you start with your habits and your rituals and your routines, it will naturally just permeate into other areas of your life too. So that's literally why like at least half of these episodes, there's like a little like plug for your habits, your rituals, your routines, the things that you do for yourself daily, because they will literally just like spread into other areas of your life and they will affect the way that you show up. If you have any sort of goals, whether they be business, health goals, uh, personal goals, goals in parenting, you name it, they will help affect that so, so, so positively again, in creating that strong, strong, strong foundation. So I'm going to wrap it up for today. I feel like this is a good place to stop. I hope this helped you. I These are literally all of the conversations that I've been having in my own head for the last few months, and I just kind of jam-packed them into 30 minutes for you. I hope you got at least one takeaway here, um, one nudge, one high five, one just freaking go moment from me. That is all that I want from you here. Um, all I want for you to do is to just show up for yourself and show up for your life and show up for your kids and show up for your business and show up for your relationships and show up for your community and show up for your humanness. Uh, I'll see you guys again soon. I can't wait to be back. I can't wait to have more of these conversations. I love you. See you later.